This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is Heno. And this is Stephanie. And we're from the Gotham Lights Podcast. Also, the Orville Lights Podcast, sometimes. They are two podcasts dedicated to the television show Gotham. And the Orville. Now, where can they reach us, Steph? I'm so glad you asked, Heno. You can find us on Twitter, at Gotham Lights. You can also find us on Facebook, don't you know? Don't you know? Just by searching... Gotham Lights. Gotham Lights Podcast at gmail.com. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network Podcast. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. To another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? I heard there's too much going on on TV. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, like you guys, I'm trying to get caught up on Crisis. I've been uh, been watching Watchmen, which is a great yes. Loving that yeah. series. We've got to see this week's episode. Yeah, that. Oh. yeah I haven't watched this one this week's shit. Oh, this week's is good. Although I'm looking at a picture of um, of the main introduction for this episode, in this episode, so <laughs> yeah, this one. Make sure you watch all the way through the credits. Yeah, there there's some in credit stuff on this one. Mm. Um, Mandalorian. I've been trying to keep busy with along with Resistance, which we're going to talk about both of those. Uh, oh yeah, trying to get shows edited and up, and dealing with some. Oh, we really we accidentally talked spoilers. Don't want to talk spoilers yet till the film comes out. Okay, well I'll release the show after the movie comes out. <clears throat> Weeby Geeks, <laughs> which is why we haven't seen Weeby Geeks pop out for this week because it's coming out next week. <laughs> so you're gonna get two within in less than five days. <laughs> anyway, uh, but still good times there. Um, and then man, it's been crazy with work as well. Yeah. So that this with the, all the superheroes, all the Mandalorian, all that stuff, and Vikings dropped last week. See, I I know I'm I'm way behind on Vikings. Well, no, you're only one episode unless you're a season behind. It's like you're only one episode behind. No, this I've only watched, no, no, I've only watched half of the first episode. Ah, uh, okay. I've not even started on the first episode yet. Oh wait, are you talking first episode season one? No, the current season. I haven't watched Vikings because by time I really heard how the show was done, was being done 
it was already two, three episodes, two, three seasons in. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to put in the time to catch up on this. Sorry. <laughs> I know it's worth it, but I, I just <laughs> not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a good show. But at least now the uh, CW shows will be taking a break for a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. so you catch up on that. Uh, I've been watching. Yeah. It. <laughs> Your dog bark? Yeah, that too. Uh, I've also been watching uh, movies that made us, that make it, the movies that make us. Or That's all my new movies that made us. Yeah, yeah. and I've only just turned episodes of the toys that made us. Yeah, I've not even started season. that yet. Uh, the only one I haven't watched of toys that made us is uh, the My Little Pony episode. I've watched the others. Now I'm going to admit something to you right now. I got a little, I got a little choked up in the turtles episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when That's when it was true. revealed that Eastman sold it off. Yeah, I'm like but really, you got rid of all that money. Seeing seeing Eastman and Laird get back together was pretty cool. That was awesome. I, headline: I guess the two of them are working on something new for Turtles. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, check out the homepage. I know I'm only two episodes behind. On the site, I got it caught up over Thanksgiving, but two episodes behind, which I'll get those caught up. Don't worry. Uh, actually, I'll be able to get those caught up fairly soon. Um, but down our homepage on the right hand side is the our affiliates. Uh, check them out. Check out our partners, Heroes and Villains, and Found Me. Uh, use the code Smugglers for fifteen percent off your first purchase. Uh, they just released some new beanies: uh, a Mandalorian, a Rebel, and an Imperial beanie. That, that looks pretty decent. Yeah. Well, that in the collection that um the Mandalorian Warrior collection is a newer collection, isn't it? Yeah, it came out uh, Man- uh before Thanksgiving. Oh, I see the beanie now. But the, dude, this Warriors of Mandalore collection is awesome looking. Yes, it is. I'm loving this. I, I'm not keen on the backpack because it's got the the one p- pack that comes off of it. Yeah, but you can use that like as a um, fanny pack type deal if you want. Yeah, yeah. Which I would probably remove it. Um, but for me, it's one of those they don't have many. That that are um, designed to, to be weather repellent or weather resistant or water resistant or repellent. So I would find it hard to get it to replace uh, what I have for work, which I had the TIE fighter backpack for work. Um, but I love my other bag, the commando bag or uh, for the parks. I mean, it's a great bag. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, this one would be water resistant. That reminds me. My wife told me today <laughs> that she bought she bought me a one of those advent calendars, but it's got Star Wars socks in it. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I don't know. I've never got into um, like character socks because no one ever sees my socks. I know. I'm the same way. But, you know, whatever. She bought it, so I'll wear them. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll have to show pictures of them each, when I open each day. Yeah, I don't think they make them big enough for my feet. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at also. Um, yeah, the Warriors of Mandalore. Uh, see, I like the I like the rest of the backpack. I'm just not a fan of that pouch. Yeah. And as I was saying, this this is probably water resistant too. Hang on, let me look at the specs on it. I mean, it's expensive, but okay. let's see. Waterproof pouch, water pocket. I know it doesn't say it's water resistant, but oh yeah, it does. Right on the bottom, it says um, water resistant mixed materials. So this one's water resistant too, Mike. Okay. I don't know. For me, I like a zipper backpack more than like the roll tops or something. Like I know you like the roll. 
top backpack. I, I'm loving the roll top backpack. Yeah, I like the zippers usually for, my, for me. But some of the other stuff that's in this collection is a um, made. I like just a straight T-shirt. It has the Mando yeah. symbol on the front, on the, basically the pocket area over where t- pocket would be on a T-shirt. Then the Warriors of Mandalore on the back, almost like a biker logo. Yeah. Just, they put a lot of quality and a, lot, a really good look into all of their stuff that they do here. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, their parent company is BioWorld, and they're the ones who, if you've had the um, like the Rebel backpack that you see at most conventions uh, that have the pockets and the side zip into the uh, for your computer or whatever, um, this is it. I mean, this is yeah. their it's the same company, but it's a separate division and it's a higher end. It's higher end products. Point blank. It's higher yeah. end products. The other one, the found me's are cool, but they need to step up. There's only like three Star Wars ones now, and it seems like they've they have a lot less found me's than they did before. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Um now, they're like, cool and they're awesome for what they do, but now the Boba Fett backpack's just as cool. Yeah. So uh I you you've heard us talk about them. Um they're great products. You can't go wrong with it. We all own multiple items from them. One courtesy of Loot Crate because Heroes and Villains essentially made everything for the Star Wars Loot Crate that came out earlier this year. Uh yeah, once we got that, it was awesome. Forever to get it, but it was awesome when we got yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, so the products the products are awesome. Again, use the code smugglers for fifteen percent off your first purchase. Fifteen percent it's still 15% savings. I mean, anything helps. Uh, also, too, check out our web store. Uh, we do have some new products coming after the first of the year, such as a black-on-black Wookiee radio hat, which we're going to call the Black Series. <laughs> so if you want that one-tone look, it'll be there. So, um, But let's get into uh, Star Wars Resistance first. Uh, this past week's episode was called Kaz's Curse. Um and it's, it starts off with Kaz at a gambling table, almost like a dice table. And it seems like the the dice that are used for Sabacc are the same dice used for everything. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Kind, kind of similar, well, except for your chance dice that we see in uh, episode ben one. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess the, which I have a, we have two pairs of those dice. One that came with the Hasbro console card game, and then one that actually came in my actual Sabacc set when I got it at Galaxy's Edge, which, oh, I need to scan the instructions so I can blow them up and read them. Like, everything else is all fine print, and with my <laughs> eyesight, it's hard to read. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also have a pair of the Han Solo dice with the chain that's in my car now, on my mirror. Now- Getting in the beginning of this, talking about the card game or the uh, dice game they're playing, the pirate he goes against, which we've seen before, is Leo's, is the actual name of the pirate. And he's uh, um, Nikto, but if you look at him and look at his design, does it look kind of familiar from another franchise, that old 80s franchise, possibly, the character? I had never put it together before today, and it just clicked in my head. You guys remember the last Starfighter? <laughs> the leader of the Code Amarada? Lou Gossett Jr.'s character. Huh? It's Lou Gossett Jr.'s character, right? Oh, no, that was Enemy Mine. Yeah, that was Enemy Mine. Um, the alien general was working with the defector from the good guys. Although he... In general, guy does look. There's a little resemblance to the Lou Gossett Jr. from Enemy Mine, too. A little bit. Well, back in the early '80s, all the aliens looked very similar. They were all lizards of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Here's lizard, probably lizard, lizard, lizard. 
the picture of this Lord Krill because I looked him up earlier today because I'm like, wait a minute. See, you had Enemy Mine, you had Last Starfighter, you had, well, V. Mm. Yeah. Now, let me bring up images. So, um, so yeah. So, StarWars.com brings us four um, fun facts about the show. Um, number one, move over, Nerf Herder. Um, Leo's insults Kaz by calling him a scrum rat, uh, which is a slang term for street urchins living on Corella, Corellia. Uh, other harsh names heard in this episode are Gorg Face and Moof Milker. Um, the latter is a personal favorite that. of Han Solo's as seen in The Force Awakens. Yeah, I see what you mean. Picture. It's does, real. That is real close. Mm. I think that was the inspiration for this, for what he's wearing and stuff. Or maybe not the uniform, but for the eye monocle. And I mean, yes, he's a Nikto just like, um, what's his name? Um, oh, Kaz's Nico. buddy. Nico. Yeah, but it looks like this other character. If anybody's looking, look up Lord Krill from The Last Starfighter. Yeah. I think that's where inspiration for him came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, in full bloom, or Blom, the script originally called for a past pirate named Busk placing a curse on Cass. This was later changed to the Nico pirate Leos, who came to be voiced by Stephen by Steve Blum, uh, creating a major connection to another animated series, Zeb, also voiced by Blum. That's because Steve Blum is one of those voice actors that is everywhere. Yeah. 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 Uh, three, Counting Curses. Earlier versions of the script called it the Curse of Mavala, as well as the Curse of Akdu. Uh, one version of the story had the curse indeed be real, but Mika found it easier to remove it if she let Kaz believe it was fake. So, um, and then Tale of the Talisman. Talisman was said at one point to be something Mika discovered on Mimban. Another iteration of the story had it be a toy doll that Hila was missing. Its true origins still remain. That would be if they tied it back to Mimban. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. I mean, it was a good episode. It was a lot of the rest of Resistance where it really doesn't affect the larger universe much, but it's still fun to watch. Yeah. 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 And I'm thinking uh, we've only got, what, a couple episodes of this left for this season? They've got to get to the point where they actually meet up with Resistance or something. They'll Um, tie it to Rise of Skywalker somehow. Hang on. I'm looking it up now. That was a full full season. Wasn't it 13? No, no, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's why I'm looking it up myself. Uh, if IMDb will work fast enough. There we go. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. So, yeah, there's 18 episodes, and we're only on number 10, so. Yeah. 18. Oh, interesting. Well, the next one, the next episode is the one right before Rise of Skywalker, and it's called um, Station to Station, so I don't know. About a first order resist refueling station. How about what's the one after Rise of Skywalker? I'm not even sure yeah, when that one comes out. Have, wow, I would think. Missing Engine is the 22nd. Yeah, they don't have anything on, um, uh, nothing seems like it has anything to do with Rise of Skywalker, so. Because they have the, um, the synopsis is for the next three episodes up, and none of them even reference Skywalker at all. Right. Well, they probably could they're probably not on the right timeline to directly tie into it, right? Well, they're at this point, what, Rise of Skywalker is supposed to be, what, about two years after Last Jedi? Something like that, yeah. So, so we're about... Minimum two years. Yeah, so we're two to three years before Rise of Skywalker, because this is um, still really within a couple of months of um, Last Jedi. Right. 
So, so at this point in time, we're creating canon. Yeah. For what happens between the two films, between Jedi and Skywalker. At least for mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. Which at this point, the Colossus, you can really call it a station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a ship on its own, right? Yeah. And it, and the irony is not lost to me that it's a refueling station that's never got any fuel. <laughs> Why the hello? What's up with that? Yeah. It's a refueling station that's running on empty. <laughs> no wonder they got no money either. Yeah, really? <laughs> well, you see, there's your problem. Uh-huh. So, um... So, yeah, that's Kaz's curse. Now, Mandalorian. Oh, where'd we go? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. This one? Or this this last episode? I, I love the memes that are coming out where it's a new show intro based around the Chips theme song. Oh, I've not seen that one yet. <laughs> it was great. I, it's just got saw one, I just saw one for the A-team. Yeah. Someone just hey, put something in the chat? Uh, no, that was the picture popping up again. I don't know why, but... Uh. Skype has a mind of its own. It does. But I have, I, tonight, if you um, go to Woot.com, they have about seven or eight Mandalorian t-shirts up now of um, really? the child and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is it better than what Disney's put out? Probably. These are amazing, some of these. Disney is like, uh, what are you doing? I, I think they... I think um, this whole character of the child has actually um, taken off way bigger than they thought it could even possibly could do. And I'll bet you Filoni and um, Favreau are sitting there saying, we told you guys what was going to happen. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they yeah. did. I'm sure they did. But it is still one of those. Um, now, wh- what do you what do you do? Yeah. I mean, you, you don't want it. You don't want to leak this out there. Right. But. <laughs> You gotta get the merch out there. Yeah, right. So it's a tricky. Yeah. And, and wow. The, and the last but time, they, the last time they did something like this though was with Frozen. Mm. They didn't get enough enough merch out in time. Yeah. Right now, Woot.com has twenty eight different Mandalorian T shirts. Yeah, I like the He Mando. Yeah, that like adorable son. Amazing. Yeah, I like the full metal Mando. Uh huh. Uh, the Mando Batman look is great. What side is that? Woot, W-O-O-T dot com. What it is, is that that's um, Amazon's clearance site. Mm-hmm. I like the Mandalorian. Yeah, if you look under, if you bring up the site, go to shirt, and from there, uh, if you scroll down, there's a thing that says Mandopalooza. Oh. I want one each of these. <laughs> Bounty Nuts is great. <laughs> With Linus and then Snoopy and Carbonite. That's awesome. There's some there's some great looking shirts on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even like the weapon shirt. The one that's just weapons are part of my religion. Yeah. yeah. I can I can see my daughter, or as y'all know her as Zoe, junior smuggler. I can see her wanting that it's so tiny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the cool thing is, Woot, most of these shirts started like fifteen bucks. It's not most of your custom shirts places are twenty five and thirty bucks each. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, this this some decent stuff on here. Uh huh. This this looks great. So, but Mandalorian. Now, did you guys um, catch the Top Gun reference in the very beginning of the show? Yeah. In the dogfight. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah yeah. Hit the brakes and the guy flies right by. Yeah yeah. It, it was it was cool. It, it was a good one. Yeah. It, Dogfight, the whole thing's going nuts. Everything's, uh, all the alarms going off and all the stuff going on. And the baby sitting beside him in the back, just giggling, having a great time. (laughs) Just enjoying the ride. Yeah, that that was, um, I was trying to think. Um, The whole thing with Ming-Na Wen was great, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I loved um, the lady at the hangar. Yeah, yeah. I the remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and somebody made memes about her, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Oh, it was great. It was hilarious. Well, did you guys notice, um, you kind of get a glimpse of what happened on Tatooine. Because remember, every time we've seen Tatooine so far, it's Jabba owns Tatooine, all of ja- Tatooine. This is the first mm-hmm. time you see it with no Jabba. And I think the most, um, the biggest change is if you watch the cantina, it's almost, it's like half dead. You now have droids yeah. running or no droid detectors. But um, right. the, you walked in, I noticed, I was like, dude, there's like nobody there. I mean, they show a bunch of aliens, but it's only maybe half full. It's like the whole uh, Tatooine is dying because Jabba's not there bringing the illegal business in. Legal business isn't enough to keep the place going. Right. Mm. Well, I, I think, I think it's funny too that, uh, the droid looks like EVE 9D. I think it is. Yeah. That's supposed to I actually think it is. Because you got to think, with Jabba gone, what's he going to do? Yeah. He could torture he wrote, more droids. Yeah, well, he, yeah, but he was torturing droids for Jabba. So now he needs a job somewhere else. Well, now he's bit, tar- bit, tending bar. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, there was probably all, next to nobody in the palace when the um, sail barge went, exploded. Just about everybody that was part of Jabba's entourage went with him. True. Oh, yeah. Literally. <laughs> They took out the entire gang all at once. Well, if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. So uh, why would your torture droid go with you for that? He's just a droid. That's like and the rank people. Some of those guys are probably all the only ones that were left. Yeah, but droids want to have fun, too. Why do you think he's tending a bar now? That's got to be more than just sitting in the basement of Jabba's waiting for droids to come down. Droids True. just want to have fun. True. So, um, but comicbook.com, they put out this thing. 20 burning questions about Baby Yoda. And here are the biggest questions that fans want answered. Where does Baby Yoda come from? Well, when a Yoda and a Mommy Yoda get, get, fall in love. And <laughs> now, now, you assume that's what happens, but... A big, giant Minoc comes and drops oh. the, drops oh, the baby like... off. <laughs> or, or you go to Camino and you find this really little small room with little, t- little teeny tiny cloning chambers. And- <laughs> Yoda. Uh, does Baby Yoda have parents? No, because we just told you it's either Camino, the Camino cloners, or it was a Minoc that dropped them off. See, what happens is these little things called midichlorians all gather together. <laughs> okay, you know. The will of... No, no, uh, no, no, no. Remember, according to George, it's the will of the wills. True. Right. <laughs> Is baby Yoda Yoda? We've answered that. No. Baby. Well, I don't well, know. He's a clone, a clone of Yoda. True. But I don't think it's Yoda. I mean, are the, yeah. are the, clone, oh, are the clone troopers Jango Fett? No. No. They're clones. <laughs> Genetically, they're clones. clones of him. But no, they're not him. They don't have any of his experience or anything. Right. But is Yoda but, forced to transfer his essence into a clone? Right. Okay. In, um, in a, the old EU, that was one of the big things. With Remember, the Emperor kept popping up because a clone would show up, and he transferred himself into that clone. Right. But I don't think Yoda is aware of this potential clone. Or well, not now. Yoda. Or he would have. Because remember, Yoda was still around, and this would have taken, and Baby Yoda would have been created pre-Phantom Menace. Yeah. Starting-wise. Why does Baby Yoda eat frogs? Well, duh, he likes Cajun frog legs. That's right. Where else is it? What else is he going to eat? Else? Have you seen the size of him? He can't catch anything else. 
I don't know. Look at the mud horn. He was able to stop it. Oh, yeah. You're going to see him try to eat a mud horn? He's a foot and a half tall. Uh, yeah, I would try and see him eat a mud horn. <laughs> Plus, you're going you're gonna to tell me that Yoda never ate any frogs on Dagobah? Well, I'm sure he did. You see that stew he was eating? I'm sure there was something in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do people want Baby Yoda? We just looked at Woot.com and 39 or um, 30 T-shirts. It tells you the answer to that. <laughs> Well, people on the show. Awesome. Think, people on the show think about it. Baby Yoda is a live-action Teddy Ruxpin or Pretty Furby. Much. Uh, why does the former Empire want Baby Yoda? Uh, yeah. Listen to our previous answer. Yeah, they're jealous. Why should they be the only ones that doesn't have a Baby Yoda for Christmas? Uh, can all members of Yoda's species use the Force? Well, apparently so. Yeah, we've seen three members of the species. Mm. All three of them are Force users. So we'll just say, well, duh. Where has yeah. Baby Yoda been for 50 years? You know. In the pod. Yeah. Uh, are there other Baby Yodas? Uh, well, Not yet. So somewhere. Not yet. Walmart has theirs coming out in May. Yeah, oh, and, and they're being made by Mattel, not, not Hasbro. Well, say Mattel is making a Star Wars toy. How did they get the license? And who was sleeping at Hasbro when they got the license? They, they still Mattel still has some license. I also I read um, that there is a possibility that there might be more Baby Yodas coming in the Mandalorian. Ooh. Ah. Yes, yes, yes. We're gonna put into whatever the emperor's um, secret mountain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And instead of clones of the emperor or um, the other Jedi masters, it's all clones of Yoda. <laughs> Was Baby Yoda hatched from an egg or born? I will reply. Yes, we saw the egg. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Is <laughs> is Baby Yoda potty trained? Ooh. I don't want it. Already heard. I already know too much about vac tubes. <laughs> you see how many attachments were in that room? She's <laughs> no universe has, has to be able to use that thing. It's like the three shells. Yeah. Demolition man. Uh, mm. What else can baby Yoda do? Don't know. What can he do? Can baby Yoda talk? Will he sound like Yoda? We don't know. He's still in baby form. Yeah. We never heard Yaddle talk, so we don't know. And he's only 50 years old all the time. Yes. Yeah, really. Does Baby Yoda have siblings? Again. Referred to their answer. <laughs> yeah. Why does Baby Yoda love soup? Because he can. Yeah. Because he's not been given another option. Yeah, because he was offered soup. So there you go. Will Baby Yoda get a lightsaber? If he happens to come across one, probably. Sure, why not? Does Baby Yoda have a name? Yes, they all all refer to him as the child. Yeah. Yeah. Or refer to earlier in this question. Who else knows about Baby Yoda? Well, you've been paying attention. Everyone in the underworld knows Baby Yoda. Everybody knows about this baby. It's the most, the least or worst kept secret in all of Star Wars. Ming-Na Wen's character knew about Baby Yoda. The rookie bounty hunter did not. What the problem? What's the problem there? She's an assassin, not a bounty hunter. Exactly. Is Baby Yoda a clone? Please refer to previous answers. Yeah. Will Baby Yoda be in Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker? No, because he won't be a baby anymore. Exactly. He'll be toddler Yoda. (laughs) Nice technicality there. Yeah. (laughs) 
Bingo. Um, now, going back to this last week's episode of Mandalorian, who do y'all think that was that came up to uh, a quote-unquote dead Ming-Na Wen? Because I don't, I don't think she's completely dead. I don't know. I've heard some theories that the Mandalorian, that's not the Mandalorian, because the the boots and um, right. the cape really doesn't match. Um, I have heard, I guess, um, the sound effect, the radio sound effect of him walking up, it's the same sound effect you hear a lot of times when you see Boba Fett show up. But that doesn't look like Boba Fett's armor either. Nope. Yeah. And you get the spurs that, um, like Boba Fett. Who else, but, ha- who else had spurs like Boba Fett's? Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian. Someone else. Cad Bane. That could have been it, because Cad Bane, no, Cad Bane yeah, had a yeah, yeah, cape. Yeah, he didn't have a cape. He had the long coat. Yeah. Right. So that's possible. And the, and the boots are very similar to what Cad Bane wears. I could see that if Dave Filoni was not involved in this, I would say there's no way. But I don't know. I've, I've never so far in Star Wars, we've not seen a Duros that looks as cool as Cad Bane. Mm. Remain in live now. Remain we've now. We've seen Duros, but and also we got to wonder, are they going to um, if they bring in someone like a Cad Bane, are they going to take the time to explain who this actually is or just let him go? And if you got if you know who it is, awesome. If not, he's just a bounty hunter. All right. I think that's right. the way it's going to be. Yeah, probably that I would think so. Yeah. Let me let me look up something I just saw that could actually make sense for something else here. Hang on. Let me look. Just like if he's been a movie, they wouldn't really. Yeah, get into who he is, and if they and if they've already had Jim Cummings dress up as Hondo, especially for the Falcon ride. No, he didn't dress up. He just did the voice. No, there is one shot where he somebody is in costume. I don't think it was is in actual makeup. Well, if it was him, even if it wasn't, he does the voice. I would love to see Hondo appear in the Mandalorian, maybe season two. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. And I would love, I would hope we see him, maybe, in Rise of Skywalker. The the next couple of synopses on here um, for episodes six and seven are interesting with the uh, idea of possibly Hondo. Or not Hondo. Um, Cabe. Possibly. I don't know. Yeah. We'll get to that when we get there. Well, speaking of episode six, and, or episode yeah, seven, episode? actually. Yeah. Well, have you guys been listening to the soundtracks for these? Yes. Do you notice a slight dip as they go as you're going through? Yeah. Like yeah. the soundtrack for episode five was actually each one seems like it's getting a little bit lighter tonally and a, almost more hopeful each time. Yeah. I need I need to actually go out uh, get an iTunes gift card and purchase these. Yeah. Well, I have um, a sort of title on my phone, which is just one of those. Subscri- it came with my um, phone plan, and they're all on there. Uh, Spotify and all those have them also. Yeah, that's how I've been listening to them mm-hmm. through Spotify. But I, I need to get. It's like the tone of each. One like the influences behind them are like getting lighter as you go. As it's like, <laughs> as the Mandalorian seems like he's making decisions to move clo- high, lighter and lighter, right? And more being like more of a good guy than a neutral. It seems like the music is kind of showing that also, right? Which is kind of a cool idea. Oh yeah. So, but what you were getting into a minute ago is we have one more episode. Uh, let me look, check. We have one more Friday episode before we hit the Wednesday episode. Right. We have um, one on the 13th, which is a standard episode, and that is actually episode six. Let me bring up. Yep. Synopsis for that one is Mandalorian joins a crew of mercenaries on a dangerous mission. Now, you, we were talking about Cad Bane possibly being involved in that. Remember when we saw him in Clone Wars? 
He had a group of of other uh, bounty hunters working with him, including Boba Fett. Sometimes oh. he usually wants to be on his own. So that's inter- That's right. an interesting yeah. Uh, but <laughs> we lost your mic. Unless you have it muted, or you have it muted because of coffee. Never mind. <laughs> but episode seven is going to get real interesting for us because uh, episode seven is actually coming out the Wednesday, the day before the preview night for Rise of Skywalker. And Disney Plus has released a press release saying that there's going to be a um, Rise of Skywalker exclusive sneak sneak peek attached to episode seven, which is interesting because we all thought that maybe there's a reason why they moved it to Wednesday instead of Friday. So I don't know if something in the episode is going to tie in also. But we do see that um, this is supposed to be the episode where um, we are definitely going to see Giancarlo Esposito's uh, Moff Gideon in this one. Oh, cool. Uh, the synopsis for it says an old rival extends an invitation to the Mandalorian to make peace. So could Cad Bane be involved in that maybe? Or is that old rival actually Giancarlo Esposito? Hmm. Could it be the Moff is actually bringing him in? Hmm. Very interesting. And I guess if you, um, so there's some stories out there that have even more spoilery than this one on what we're seeing about from Light Rise of Skywalker, but I, that's not on the story I have here. But it's interesting to see what are they calling the, is it just going to be another trailer? Or is it something that actually ties into Mandalorian? Because remember, in that one shot on the original trailer, the shot of all the ships, there's a ship sitting there that looks a lot like the Razor Crest. Yeah. Right. Well, they have, uh, I don't remember where I saw it, but I know they have released um, like five minutes one this, of the uh, scene where they're on the speeder ships, like the okay. speeder skiffs. Yeah. Being chased by the First Order tracked vehicles, tracked bikes. For Star Wars 2, really. Yeah. Because everything on um, repulsors except for these things. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I think maybe we'll, we'll see something like that. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. The nice thing is, though, I get to watch this. Then we're um, we can talk about it that night because um, next week we're getting the um, actually next week we get to talk two episodes really. Yeah, and we'll have and, I, and we'll have some friends on with us to talk about it also. Yeah, and in many and in many ways, be able you know we are doing a Smugglers Alliance meeting next week. Mm-hmm. Um, that maybe we could even get a pretty much a Mandalorian wrap up show minus the final episode. Yeah. So you know that's a possibility too. I'm wondering they they may it'd be interesting if they um gave us most of the uh, the actual finale of this season next week with the um episode seven and episode eight basically just leads us is a wrap up just a final wrap up and a lead into the next season. Uh, probably not. I think the one after Christmas will be the actual season. That's okay. Well, they'll wrap it up. Yeah. That that's gonna be my best guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Mandalorian is awesome so far. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still breaking the internet every time they do something with him. Yes. <laughs> Tell me, him walking down the ramp out of the ship wasn't the cutest thing in the world. True. No. Well, I I think <laughs> I think it it's one of those two. You know, people are going, oh, I don't understand what the plot of the show is. He had a bounty. He had a moral change, and is now trying to protect this bounty. Yeah. Well, if you don't understand right. what the show's about, go back and watch a bunch of um, Clint Eastwood movies. Yeah. Because every, every one of these has goes back to one of those or an Akira Kurosawa um, samurai film. A little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, really... It's, huh? it's nothing new. It, I mean, we've, yeah. we've seen this type of thing before. And really, though, if you watch the Kurosawa's, they're basically Japanese westerns. Right. Or the Americans were um, American samurai films, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Style of movie. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, I guess what's next? Apparently, there's a bunch of us fans that have launched a petition demanding a baby Yoda emoji. <laughs> I'm surprised we've not got one yet. Well, there was the whole, um, did you see where Disney was trying to get the, uh, they had made some gifts of it and they tried to, Disney had them take them down. Yeah. Yeah, I said like three hours before they fixed it and put it back up. Yeah. Uh, as of this moment, there are 16,240 signatures on this wow. petition. At the time that the story was written, it just had over 1,200, uh, 1,240 signatures. Huh? So well, when was the signature? When was the uh, start? It doesn't say when it was started. See, um, I still say I think Disney three. was the first. At least three days ago, or six days ago. Yeah. So I still say on the fifth. I'm a, they were afraid they were going to have another Jar Jar Banks situation on their hands. Yeah, possibly. Which, if this was <laughs> yeah, leaked yeah. at the wrong time, if this was leaked at the, leaked at the wrong time, or they went one step in a different direction, this could have very well went that way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. But it'd be it the right didn't, thing. Right. But it just did. Exactly. So, ye of little faith, have some faith. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess we get into, uh, since it's almost Christmas time, 21 Star Wars gifts for the truly obsessed. And if you want to get these before Christmas, order them today. Yeah. Um, the Le Crescent, Crusette Stoneware Mini Round uh, Cocotte Star Wars Droids, set of three, 90 bucks. Now, when they say small, they mean small. I think these are only eight ounce crockpots. Basically, you make your mini souffles in them. Yeah, really. Yeah, or you can warm up a can of soup barely. <laughs> hey, I would do it just to eat it out of that bowl. All right. Um, Star Wars popcorn popper, twenty five bucks. BB eight oven mitts. Those are cool. Fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. Star Wars The Child 11 inch plush 24.99 pre-order now get it in May but maybe you can get a picture of it put it in an envelope and put it under the tree true it looks cute but it does not look like it would be something cuddly well yeah it's got the big picture. vinyl head yeah uh Death Star Ice Mold 14 bucks that's fun uh, Star Wars boxed, boxed, boxed cookie set, cookie kit. That could be a lot of fun. I have the, yeah. I have the Yoda, I have the Vader, I have the Stormtrooper. Do not have R2, do not have BB-8. I have like half of these, or part of these. I have a Boba Fett one as well. <laughs> I think the Boba Fett one, plastic. I think all of mine are plastic. But it's the same, same company. Uh, official Death Star Herb Grinder. This looks pretty cool. Yeah. And for 20 bucks, that's not half bad. Mini lightsaber spatula set. <laughs> that's cool. Those are cool. Mm-hmm. Stormtrooper toaster. Love it. Yes. To go with your other one, they've had a Death Star and a... Um, Darth Vader. Yeah. And then, they've had, and then they just have one that prints the Rebel logo on it, or prints Star Wars oh. on it. Yeah, I think it said it was Star Wars. Yeah. At home, Stormtrooper whiskey carafe. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. A uh, luxurious gift shop Star Wars gift glass whiskey set. Now that I like. That is gorgeous. Oh, that is sweet. Instapot Duo six quart pressure cookers. <laughs> Those are great. These so are awesome. Awesome. That's sweet. I like the chewy. I like the R two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome, you are doormat. <laughs> I love that one's cool. That, that one. it's, 
if you know it, that's awesome. And you see the font, and it sounds like Star Wars. But if not, it's still just a cool little format. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the R2-D2 popcorn maker is an air popper. I love that his head becomes the bowl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, General Mills did something years ago where you order and get send enough box tops or proof of purchases. You got a a a bowl from them that flips over. It's like a party bowl, like Chex Mix or something. Yeah, I have it. I have it, but I left it out in it where it can get sun through the window and it got a, some sun damage to it. Oh, that sucks. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Um. Desk. Oh, a nine seventy three D Google Death Star or Google Home. I want it. That's awesome. I want. I wish they would make this for Alexa too, then, or just make one as a Bluetooth speaker. No. Uh, it, it can be used uh, with Google. Not oh. only according to their site, Death Star for Google Home, Amazon Echo Dot. Use the Force with your smart speaker. Yes. yes. It's a smart speaker because it's on Etsy. It's a, this was actually a homebrewed. Yeah. This look. Yeah. I would love this. Um, Star Wars pop mold. Oh, God. Zoe would, have, cool. Zoe would have fun with this. With She likes to make like popsicles and whatnot during the summer. This mm-hmm. is perfect. This would be so much fun. Rebel Star Wars. Okay. Rebel Alliance Star Wars Millennium Falcon metal bottle opener. This is awesome. I have it actually sitting yeah. right here. It's a keychain. I have a Joker keychain that's like a credit card. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Star Wars Dad's Dark Side Kitchen Linens Bundle <laughs> with the glove and the apron. Now, I got it for Father's Day or early birthday present. No, I think I got it for Father's Day from um friend of the families. They got me a Chewbacca apron from Hallmark. Oh, cool. I don't wear it because I'm afraid to get food on that fake fur. <laughs> I don't know how it would wash. Uh, the complete Star Wars cookbook, which, speaking of which, I still I, I still want to get the Galaxy's Edge cookbook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Schwartz, Swarovski Master Yoda statue. This is, like, all, like, crystalline glass. Swarovski is a um, big name in crystal. Yeah. Yes. Everything from jewelry supplies all the way up to the statues and stuff. It's a gorgeous piece. And that's piece. why it's- $239. Yeah. Yep. All yours for one easy payment of 239 Yeah. Uh, Sammy, me gifts, Darth Vader teaspoon. This is kind of cool. <laughs> Come to the dark side I and like have that. coffee. Except I'd be using it for tea. <laughs> yeah. Because my co-hosts know I'd be using it for tea. So, yeah, that is some well, gift ideas, which you can still get today. A lot of these are available on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Now, also, too, uh, we got 26 facts straight from Mark Hamill's Twitter account, his Star Wars facts. Uh, according to Mark, the original title, title for A New Hope was The Adventures of Luke Skywalker, as a taken as taken from the Journal of the Wills saga number one. Yeah, if I remember I right. Yeah. Or Luke Starkiller. I remember that first part. I don't remember the last part. Uh, go ahead. Printing the um, original novelization, if I remember right, it had something to do with that also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, Sir Alec Guinness didn't like it when people addressed him with his title. He even gave Mark a fairly firm slap in the face after he called him Sir Alec too many times. And uh, according to the Twitter, uh, he would say, I want to be known by my name, not my accolade. 
Yeah, back on the other one, the original Star Wars novel that um, Alan Dean Foster wrote, the novelization of the movie, was Star Wars from the Adventures of Luke Skywalker. Then at the end of the prologue, it says it's from the journey, uh, from the first saga, Journal of the Wills. So the Wills go way back then? Oh, yeah. If I remember, I think go all the way back into the first um, the first draft. Uh, number three, Mark would tease Carrie about how Luke should be considered royalty as well, which Carrie vehemently disagreed with. Um, number four, the reveals concerning Vader, Luke, and Luke Leia weren't written in the script in order to keep them a secret. The cast, including Mark, were told just a few days before filming those scenes, which internet safety before internet was big. Number five, in fact, during the f- filming the line in Empire Strikes Back, Obi-Wan killed your father. Mark, George Lucas, and director Irving Kirshner were the only ones who knew what the real line would be when James Earl Jones recorded it later on. So even David Prowse was not aware of the actual line. Uh, George Lucas reportedly claimed there was no underwear in space to explain Mark's wardrobe. Supposedly that was also what was used to explain Carrie's wardrobe as well. Uh, number seven, Mark once made a pun so terrible that George pushed him into the trash compactor water. Good for George. <laughs> Uh, number eight, Mark idolized Peter Cushing and would hang out on set even when he wasn't on the call sheet. I could see that. I would buy it, knew my idol was on there. I'd do it too. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Mark had to provide his actual face for this shot from Empire Strikes Back because the prop head they made wasn't convincing enough. <laughs> and it's the scene where he chops off Vader's head. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, they show a picture of the props head. Props head was horrible. (laughs) So they had to rig the floor underneath the helmet for him to poke his head through. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was horrible. Uh, the blue milk in the New Hope was so gross it made Mark gag. (laughs) Um... Blue milk was long life milk used by campers because no refrigeration was needed with blue food coloring. It was oily warm and slightly sweet it literally made me gag but i was determined to drink it on camera it was an acting it was an acting challenge to appear as though i enjoyed it and i remember i remember uh how he said the the milks that are at galaxy's edge are completely different than what they drank uh now yeah. however the green milk in the last jedi was just delicious delicious coconut water with uh green food coloring Hmm. And it actually said it was dyed green. Actually, dyed green in post. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Mark wore an earpiece in order to properly hear Frank Oz's lines during his scenes with Yoda. According to Mark, his earpiece would sometimes pick up radio signals. Yeah, I've heard of this one. (laughs) You got to think, Frank Oz is speaking underneath the floor. Yeah. Speaking of Frank Oz, he was not a fan of the cast and crew doing doing Yoda impersonations, which apparently they did often, <laughs> as he was afraid it would influence his version of the voice. That makes sense. Uh, 14. Most of the actors playing X-Wing pilots in the Death Star attack in A New Hope were wearing shorts to keep cool. Well, yeah, you only see them from, like, the shoulders up. Yeah. Uh, 15. Mark didn't get to read the full script for A New Hope until after he was cast and had a little regret that he couldn't play Darth Darth Vader. Well, <laughs> if you thought if, if they thought you were a little short to be a stormtrooper, well, yeah, real. Um, number sixteen. That's, that's usual. If you, but when you get a role, you don't get to read the whole thing until I, unless yeah. 
You ain't see a name. If you're, if you're a name actor, then they'll send you a whole script. Right. Uh, George Lucas would say it's only a movie to quell arguments among the actors about scene choices. <laughs> so see, there were issues then as well about the film by the cast. So, I mean, nothing new. Uh, 17, Mark popped a blood vessel in his eye while shooting the trash compactor scene. I think I've heard that before. Yeah. Uh, 18, Mark once flunked a Star Wars trivia quiz. <laughs> uh, 19, Mark's son Nathan was born the same day Mark shot the Adat scene in Empire Strikes Back. No kidding. He also sprained his I thumb that, that day. He also sprained his thumb that day, which delayed shooting the big lightsaber duel with Vader. Uh, 20, Mark had to take scuba lessons at a nearby all-girls school to prepare for the back-to-tank scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you really uh, could use it for that one because it's a you can obviously see him the entire time. Yeah, right. uh, twenty one. Carrie Fisher loved her iconic Hoth jacket. Most oh, people man. did. Yeah. Uh, number twenty two. She had a floral floral print robe to wear over her metal bikini that she forced Mark to wear. <laughs> that sounds like me. There's a picture of it. Uh, 23. Carrie rented Monty Python star Eric Idle's house while filming Empire Strikes Back. And the gang got to hang oh, out with Idle. Mark claims he had never seen Harrison Ford laugh as hard before or since. <laughs> that would have been a riot, especially back that t- at that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 24. Mark still remembers his lines from the screen test, part of the audition process, even the lines that got cut from the final script. Yeah, we've seen that because he's done it on some interviews uh, even recently. Yeah. Uh, 25. Mark has spoken out about animal rights and wildlife conservation and was upset to see Luke injured the Wampa in Empire Strikes Back. During filming, he thought he was just scaring it off. Uh, and finally, Luke's kiss on Leia's forehead in their final scene together in The Last Jedi was unscripted and just happened in the moment. The best scenes usually are. Yep. yep. The most iconic lines in all of Star Wars was ad-libbed. Yeah. The whole do I know. Then when he comes back with I know, that was a total ad-lib moment. That was yep. the one they used. So um, I know Derek and I both have one of these, and I believe this is Derek's story. Derek, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Grimace theory with McDonald's? I mean, I'm sorry. The, the Star Wars characters that are now Happy Meal toys. I do not actually have one yet. I thought you did. I just found out about it today. Okay, then I'm the only one who has one, but you put the story up. Yes. So, uh, McDonald's Happy Meals, they make us happy for many reasons. And this this reason is a good one, uh, because they are releasing, or they're in the process of releasing 16 new Star Wars toys to celebrate the release of The Rise of Skywalker. Um, And, of course, these will be included... Inside Star Wars themed Happy Meal boxes until January sixth, 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 <laughs> or for as long as have them, of course. Mm. Um, so each of the toys includes an extended slide out section, which I want to ask Mike more. Ah, okay. Yes. There is a there is a slide on the back too that you... oh, they're actually bigger than I thought, which also mm. serves. Serves as you can kind of see it glow. There's a light side yeah. to create the mm-hmm. hologram. Right. Um, they also light up to reveal one of four flashback Star Wars holograms. And the 16 characters they have in total are Ray, Kylo Ren, C3PO, 
Po, Chewbacca, Sith, Po, Darth Vader, Finn, Zori, Luke, Leia, the Stormtrooper, Han Solo, not Baby Yoda, uh, BB-8 and Dio, and R2-D2 and BB-8. As a set. Now I wonder... Are um, some of those characters actually going to be in the movie, or is it just so that because they needed they wanted this many characters in it? Because like Han and Yoda shouldn't be in the, as far as we know, are not in this movie at all. Right. No, it, it's it's almost like it's a celebration of the saga. But as someone yeah. has pointed out, where's the prequel characters? Mm-hmm. Well, Anakin's there. No, he's not. Well, okay, it's Vader. Technicality. <laughs> Chewbacca's well, there. Well, were there. They do have. Um, so McDonald's is also giving out character masks and stickers, and apparently you can purchase a Dark Side Saga set for three ninety nine. You buy. A- I wish they gave me that option. Oh, which includes uh, a Darth Maul the along only with a character. yep that we see. Um. So yeah. So it's got Maul, Vader, and the Emperor. Yes. And the Vader in this set is different than the Vader that you get in the, oh. the visual. Because you look at the one, the Vader has the saber pointing down. In the kit, the saber's pointing up. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. When you went, did you go through the drive-thru or go inside? I went inside. Hmm. I'm surprised they didn't have it on display anywhere. I, I know. This is the first I time imagine, I've seen this. Yeah. I, I want to go back to my store and go, uh, where's the Dark Side Saga kit? Not really. Um, Hello. So, Mike, seeing that you have two of them now, what is your opinion on them? My opinion is, I mean, they're cool. I mean, it, it's, a, it's just, you, when you look, you, you just see a black thing, you know, like a black square in the back. But when you push the button, you can see the, the design on the black square. Like, mine's got Kylo Ren in it. Mm-hmm. And you can see um, the red lines that are on the the back of the or that are printed on the black square. But I mean, I could tilt it. I could see where the light shining through is the image of Kylo. But it's supposed to look like a hologram, and it's actually kind of like a Pepper's Ghost type effect because there's a mirror on the bottom. So it's om- so it's almost reflecting off the mirror back onto this thing. Mm. And these are, of course, actually keychains, right? Keychains, backpack, bag, uh, clips. Me, personally, I almost wish they were more plush. I would have more fun with them if they were plush. Yeah. Because, I mean, I I thought about, ooh, I would love to throw this on my backpack. Well, here's my hand. You guys can see my hand. This thing is two fingers wide, hard plastic. Yeah. I don't Mm want to put this on on a backpack now. I mean, I'll... Sit on my computer, but I mean, I'm not putting them. I'm not putting it on my backpack. If they were plush, oh yeah, I put it. That'd be on my work backpack in a heartbeat. I wish it was a plush. Other than that, it's. I don't see where this is a toy. It's just a. You pull it out. You you slide the feet the the body out of the head. Then you got the button to press to see what the image is that you have as your hologram. That's it. Right. Yeah. That's it's it. Not really a toy. It's it's borderline collectible. I mean, me personally, I think it's cheap. It's literally the price. I would pay the price of what you could pay for a Happy Meal toy without the the meal. What I was told by my McDonald's is you cannot purchase this separately. You have to buy a Happy Meal toy to get it. Mm. So 
That could depend on your franchisee also. Could be. Yeah. I was told that they were told by Disney they cannot sell it separately. I'll find out if I go to another McDonald's and they sell it to me with no problem. Because <laughs> right now, there's only three others that I want. I want Yoda, I want Chewie, and I want the R2. Zoe has said she wants Ray, R2, and I believe she said either Chewie or Yoda. I don't remember which. <laughs> the only other thing was... That kind of, I, I find a bit of a turnoff is, okay, I thought it was done this way for the display when you saw everything, but on the bottom of their feet is the little nameplate that tells you who it is. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Okay, I understand it's made for kids. Some kids don't know. But, yeah, I, I'm i just, I'm mixed about it. I'd much rather these been plushes uh, with this look. Well, with some of the take, other movies. Take, the, take these character designs and make them plushes. Yeah. Well, with a lot of the other movies and stuff, we've had that where you had plushies and you had um, pl- hard plastic things and depending on where you're at. Yeah. So far gone are the days of um, the prequels, like Phantom Menace, where they had like, um, who was it? Because PepsiCo had license. Yeah. So McDonald or um, not McDonald's, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, um, and KFC all had Star Wars stuff. First McDonald's Happy Meal toy for Star Wars that I remember recently, which I got my first one at in 2010 at at Celebration Five, was when Clone Wars came out. It was the finger skateboards, and I had. I had the complete. I have the complete set, including the one that I got at Celebration. Yeah. The funny thing with that, I went to on my way home. I stopped at my McDonald's, took my Celebration bag in, pulled it out of my bag, and said, "When will y'all be getting these?" And the manager behind. How do you have that? You can't have that. We're not getting those for another couple of weeks. How do you have? You saw me pull it out of this bag. See, it says Star Wars Celebration. It's the Star Wars convention here in town. They're giving them out in the swag bag. Uh, uh, I said, when are you getting them? Oh, it's going to be a couple of weeks. Okay. See you then. Bye. Which means they already had them. They were in the back in boxes. Yep. And curious on how I got them before, they, how I got my one before it was released to the public. He was thinking, wait a minute, who opened up one of those boxes? <laughs> exactly. Um, then I guess before we go and hit final thoughts, uh, quickly, the from the Smuggler's data, data pad, uh, we got two books coming out next Wednesday, both of them comics. It's Empire Ascendant, number one. It's the one shot. And Rise of Kylo Ren, number one. Uh, both written by Charles Soule. Um, Ascendant has, is written by Charles Soule, Greg Pax, Simon Spurrier, and Ethan Sachs, and more. Uh, both of these come out Wednesday the 18th. So hit up your local comic book store. Final thoughts, gentlemen. Mm. It's going to be a good couple of weeks. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, it's kind of a little weird that Rise of Skywalker is less than two weeks away. Nine days. And oh, I know. Excited about it, but I'm excited about it, but Mandalorian is so hard and so awesome that it's like, it's going to be cool when that comes, but still, I'm feeling like yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. 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 Well, on that note, only one thing left to do. Give the evacuation code signal. Jet. I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. <laughs> the Death Star plans are not in the main computer.